What's up, Dog Nation? Hi, this is Jeff Sintel. We're a little bit we're a little bit later tonight. Um, I'm actually. <clears throat> you guys want to figure out where we're going before the hedges right now? We're going we're going before the hedges live somewhere very famous. I don't know if you've heard of this little thing called the Pop Tarts Bowl, but the Under Armour Next All American Game was held here in the in Camping World Stadium in Orlando. That's where I was. Uh, today I flew down for the game. Uh, so we've got a different kind of before the edges. We're still going to have our big five. We're still going to talk about top targets. We're still going to talk about all things Georgia football recruiting, but we're just going to do it at the place where the game mascot turned into an edible trophy or something like that. We got any Pop-Tarts Bowl fans out here? Um, I feel like uh, privileged to walk on this now sacred ground. First of all, guys, let me tell you something. This was not much of a game. It was 39 to 9. Who who I see everybody popping up in the chats. Jim Withrow, Rodney White, Susan M. Cornblunt, uh, Levon Peterson, Dan Carley, Kevin Cook, Rob Gordon. Welcome in, y'all. Tell a friend. Let's have some fun here. Um, that was the Under Armour All-American game. 39 to 9. Team Fire versus Team Ice. Team Ice won 39 to 9. And uh Team Ice is the one that had uh two Georgia. Uh, signees and one Georgia target that was Mike Uni, and then there was Chris Cole, the linebacker. Chris Cole actually started for Team Ice at linebacker. Uh, Ellis Robinson started for Team Fire at cornerback. I don't think Joseph Jonah Janye, uh and Justin Williams and then um, Mike Uni were starters for the rest of them for the rest of it. But it was an interesting game at least. Uh, we get we're going to get into all that. We've got a big five, and what we're going to do with our big five is we're going to. Chop up each of these segments kind of like we uh, – nice nice one, Alan. Fire got iced. But we're going to try and pop them out like, you know, your favorite, whether it's confetti, cake flavor, or chocolate chip, or cookies and cream, like your favorite Pop-Tart. That's kind of the way we're going to deal with Before the Hedges tonight. First of all, this is the story, I guess, of the moment uh, right now. I guess in terms of the 2024 class, there will be a 2024 official visitor. That was Texas A&M commitment, Terry Bussey. Terry did not sign. Um, he is rated as an athlete. He's a five-star. Lots of people look at his high school film. He was a great quarter cornerback, great quarterback, great receiver, great playmaker. Um, he made some big catches today at receiver. He's going to take an official visit to Georgia this month. I believe it's a couple of weeks. Um, he was on team ice. He played well. But interesting that Georgia might be still in it uh, Taylor Russell, I love it. Brown sugar. Folks, we're going to go straight fun in this in the middle of this. I know our producer, Kaylee Mansell, will love this. While we're talking about the Under Armour Next All-American game, please drop your favorite Pop-Tart flavors in there because where else can you get great recruiting coverage live from Orlando, Florida, and also some Pop-Tarts live streaming discussion, discourse on all things Before the Hedges brought to you by Kroger. And, of course, you know where you can go to get your Pop-Tarts? You can go to your local Kroger. Go down that breakfast aisle, that cereal aisle, hang a left, uh, spend some time with the abundance of selection. I don't know about you guys, but when I go to the grocery store and I see an aisle with the cereal aisle or the salad dressing aisle or the Pop-Tarts aisle, of course, uh, I get very confused. It's very hard to make that decision. It's kind of like uh, Georgia looking at all the five-star linebackers in the country and picking out who they want. Um <laughs> but Terry Bussey. Now, I think Texas is going to loom large for Terry. 
Um, learned a lot about him this week. He's got a great personal story. He's overcome a lot of personal tragedy. Great outlook, super kid. A lot of people told me about him. Uh, but it's one of those stories. I hear that story. It makes me think it's going to be hard for him to leave home. But the connection there is with Georgia's new defensive backs coach, uh, Dante Williams. He was recruiting him for USC. There was a relationship there. And now he's going to come take a visit to Georgia. Georgia likes him as a safety star, kind of Javon Bullard type, and also uh, a playmaker, punt returner as well. There you go. Um, everybody saw that. Yeah, Travis McCullough, right? Everybody see the J Justin Williams sack. Very cool stuff there. So there's a, one remaining top target for the class of 2024. It's a five-star, of course. We'll see how that goes with Georgia. He's going to have to see the school. We're going to really not know much about Terry until he takes his official visit. I do know that Georgia commitments, Chris Cole, excuse me, commitments, signees, Chris Cole, Ellis Robinson, they were all talking, talking to him, working on him this week, telling him about all things Georgia. Um, I don't know if you've got the picture here, but um, – I think this is pretty cool. I took this maybe less than an hour ago at the end of the Under Armour game. I always try to get um, a group photo of all the dogs. Look at this picture. Talk about a good-looking group of fellas right here. You got Chris Cole on the left. You got Justin Williams, the five-star linebacker. There's Mike Uni. Look how large and in charge he is. Uh, Joseph Jonah, Johnny, that dude is always smiling. And then on the right, you've got Ellis Robinson the fourth. Um, Ellis is recruiting hard for everybody. James, you're right about that, James Robinson. But that's where we'll start. Kind of the first one, we got a big five. Let's start off with number one right here. Number one is Ellis Robinson. Let me tell you a cool Ellis Robinson story. We're going to write all these great stories about all these guys, next generation stories, the stuff I've been saving until they signed. Uh, Ellis has looked like the alpha of alphas this week. I wrote about him today a little bit on Dog Nation. I kind of collected some of the viral highlights he's put together. Um, Ellis, uh, let me see if I can say this very succinctly. First of all, look at that right there. Check out Ellis right here. He gave me a public shout-out to Coach Coop, Coach David Cooper. Everybody knows Coach Coop on social media, right? He pointed him out. He says, Coach Coop, I'm coming for you. He wants to get iced out. Look at that. He was playing in some of the – in some of that gear right there. I think he put the larger chain on after the game was over, and um, he was having a great time. Uh, let me tell you this about Ellis. Um, you, do, you look at all the records, you look at all the archives, Ellis stands to be the fourth highest rated prospect Georgia's ever signed. That's according to the 24-7 Sports Composite all-time rankings. Um, and that's why when everything – this was happening with Humphrey, is he in, is he out, Wolf of Wall Street, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Um, I knew Georgia would be just fine at the cornerback position. Uh, give Ellis Robinson about half a season and he'll be ready to go. He needs to put on some weight, uh, but he is a bona fide player. And somehow he was rated as the fourth all-time highest rated signing in Georgia history. That's Justin Fields, Nolan Smith, Trenton Thompson, and then Ellis Robinson, the fourth. Um, and somehow you know, there he is right there. A lot of people had their like pregame intros, where they did something cool. Some people did Dragon Ball Z. That's what Justin Williams did. Other people like did the gritty. Other people had really nice little dances and shimmies, like they're up in the club, like some something that maybe some of the young kids on on uh, at Johnny's Hideaway or someplace like that might be dancing uh, during the week or having fun. But on the weekend, but uh, Ellis, let me tell you a good story about Ellis. First of all, he's ready to come play, man. He was like, I'm ready to go. Uh, he's focused. He's determined. He cut his hair. He is all business. 
that's the mindset he's in. He was ready to go. He learned a lot from bowl practices. But then he comes down to, with all that hype, with all that freight train of uh, expectations, Ellis comes here to Under Armour and really just balls out. Uh, he shut down Florida receivers. He intercepted Florida quarter, future Florida quarterbacks, future Auburn uh, receivers. Even that – man, that Kim Coleman guy's really good. Auburn thinks they've got another um, – George Pickens there, and they really might. But uh, Ellis was making like one-handed interceptions, like they were picking them out like popcorn in the in the snack tub at your movie theater. Um, <laughs> Lucy Bowers, boy, can look at this. This is an interesting bingo card for before the hedges tonight. We've got Johnny's Hideaway here. We've got some pop tarts. We've got frosted cherry. We've got uh, apple sugar, brown sugar, cinnamon. This is a very educational before the hedges tonight. But the thing I want to tell you about with Ellis, Ellis had a heart of gold. Let me tell you this. Out about the third, fourth quarter, Ellis was through playing. His team was out of it. Uh, everybody had kind of just went like, you know, like that. You know, when you're at Johnny's Hideaway, Lucy, and you're ready, ready for the check, you just do something like this. But um, I thought it was really cool. Ellis basically was – he was basically uh, bombarded with requests from the kids. And, guys, you don't, might not know this, but Ellis loves the kids. He basically took off his visor, his arm sleeve, his wristbands, his gloves, his shoes, his towel. He threw it all into the stands. Kids were going crazy. Uh, Ellis loves him. Some kids, he must have done this. Apparently this is a thing. I don't know if you notice this. But better than an autograph, what it is is to hand the athlete their phone, hand the athlete your phone down onto the playing field from the stands and the athlete will take a picture of himself and that person's phone with the owner of the phone in the background folks Ellis must have done that 97 times he did it over and over and over again Travis McCullough bringing up Ellis Island we need to workshop that does everybody like Ellis Island is the nickname the other one the family's looking at is agent 12 but I think there's some branding that's coming out some marketing that's coming out with uh, Ellis Island but you know there's some discussion about that how like you know, uh, there's just some discussion about that with, you know, like, is Ellis Island really a good nickname for a cornerback? Because people, did they have fun there? Did they have good times there? Do they want to go there? Does it really reflect the mentality of perhaps the finest quarter cornerback that Kirby Smart has ever signed and a future first-round uh, cornerback? We'll have to discuss this. Uh, yeah, CKMF fan, he made so many kids happy. I literally, literally, he looked like Santa Ellis. I've got so many pictures of kids like cheesing, going crazy. But, you know, not only did we find out this week, we knew Ellis could play. We knew Ellis could shut down the best. I mean, really, the stories I've been told about Ellis is he's been kind of bored with high school football, and this week was a, a good week for him to gear up and get ready for Athens after he already had some time in Athens to figure it out. So that was great. Um, that's our big one, the number one rated uh, prospect in Georgia's class, number three player in the country, Ellis Robinson the fourth, second. Let's go Big Justo. Let's go Justin Williams. He's the nation's number one linebacker prospect for 2024. Isn't it interesting how we went from the number one cornerback to number one linebacker prospect for 2024? You remember how I, I did some, I did some research and I said that, um, I said that Ellis was the number three, excuse me, the number four highest rated signing of all time. Well, Justin is number ten, and they're in the same two of the two of the ten highest rated prospects Georgia has ever signed. They're on the defensive side of the ball, and they are in this Georgia recruiting class. Justin made a lot of plays this week. He showed up on a lot of the 24-7 the sports and the rivals and the on-three top performers list for the week. 
Um, we're number four, look big, look fast. Did everybody see uh, the sack he got? Uh, really good play there during the game. Made a good read. Uh, Dante, Georgia boy, Hughes. Yeah, he is. That I dude is. Get that. He is long and athletic and he can run like a deer. Um, Justin, again, was a guy that you look at him as an early leader. You look at him as a guy that really physical, um, proved, verified his number one overall ranking at linebacker. You see him right there. That I believe I can, we can have some quality control ombudsmans. If you don't know what the term ombudsman is, that is a someone that checks out reported facts in a newspaper to make sure they're correct. I believe, yeah, Jacob O'Neill, I'm listening to my phone here, but um, my Siri was talking, but um, I think that's Dragon Ball Z. I think he's trying to be Goku there. Hopefully somebody can check me on that. I believe I know my Japanese anime. Uh, I know that's not my hero academia. I know it's not One Punch Man, stuff like that, but I think that's the classic uh, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, John Paul Ovidio uh, brings up Justin Justice Williams. Uh, Going to be great linebackers. You know, one of those things when you see uh, when you see uh, Jamon Dumas Johnson move on to uh, Kentucky, you hope that Smile Munden Jr. Uh, gets really healthy. Uh, he comes back and plays for Georgia as well. But that linebacker spot, C.J. Allen, Raylan Wilson, uh, that sideline to sideline speed is great. And look, I want you to look at this other picture. Uh, Kaylee's doing a great job with producing the show. But look at her, look at this right here. Look at that pendant. This was a this was a week. An, an Under Armour All-American week. We saw a lot of jewelry. Look at that. Look at the Georgia pendant right there. Look how he's rocking that. He had that on pregame. That's what you have a whole lot. Um, that's what you have a whole lot there with all the Georgia guys. You know, Justin was great to talk to. Justin has a tremendous personal story. We're going to get to that one on our Next Generation series of dogs as well. Uh, Justin, Justin and Joseph Jonah Ajani, they're going to report to Athens this week. I think most of them show up tomorrow. They'll be leaving from this game uh, and reporting to Athens on the 4th. Uh, you have already some dogs that came in today, uh, those that are going to play in the uh, All-American Bowl out in San Antonio. I'll be there on Saturday. They will come right after that uh, and get ready for the spring semester in Athens as well. Um Justin Williams, five-star linebacker, looked great here this week. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, though. I'll, I'll give some flowers out, out where maybe you guys did not think they're deserving. Or you might say, what's Jeff been drinking here in the new year? Florida had, a couple, Florida had a couple of linebackers here that looked really good this week. Did they look as good as Justin Williams? No. But they looked very good for what Florida needs to do and what how Florida needs to progress uh, in that environment. So you got that. That – my friends, is Justin Williams, number two. Let's move on to the third member of our big three, Joseph Jonah Ajanye, number 99. It was great to talk to him this week. He has a message for the dog fans. He said uh, the Nigerian nightmare is coming to Athens, and he's going to stay a while, and he, you better get used to him. He, he was – I don't think he got the start today. He had a couple of good pass rushes. I thought it was really cool when – Joseph was coming out for his pregame introductions. Like everybody else was like acting up. They were dancing. They were showing off. And some of them were doing the hit them folks dance. Some of them were doing the Dougie. Some of them were just really stepping in really fresh uh, coming through the fire tunnel. But Joseph Jonah Johnny, I tweeted this out. Um, I tweeted this out. He ran through the tunnel then turned his hand or turned his back around and just pointed the back onto the back of his jersey. Joseph Jonah Johnny the five-star defensive lineman. Guys, he is just so thrilled 
and so happy to be a dog. I got some video with Joseph after the game. I asked him what it was like for him when he finally walked onto a field wearing that Georgia jersey, and he said it was amazing. You should see the smile on that young man's face. Um, it was kind of funny. He, you can tell he's not really still used to American sports because he was looking around and watching all the other players and athletes give away their shoes, basically almost everything but their helmets, their socks, their cleats, their everything else. And he's just like, what in the world's going on? But, you know, it was very cool to see uh, Joseph Joda Ajanye. Again, he just turned 17 in November, 6'5", about 275. He said he came to Athens. Uh, he came to this Under Armour event basically wanting to make sure that um, folks knew that he was the number one defensive lineman in the country. He said he had a welcome to Georgia moment. I got to share this one with you. I know I'm trying to be very brisk, like popping those Pop-Tarts out. But he said his welcome to Georgia moment was when he uh, – he uh, he was he was working down blocks and he was working on that and he got basically waylaid. He let didn't he didn't get pancake. He didn't leave his feet, but uh, he got welcomed to the SEC by Big Amarius Mims, and that was one of his yeah yeah welcome to Georgia moment. Really cool, uh, Joseph Jonah Johnny, a big number ninety nine. He's going to wear number ninety nine to carry on the legacy of that number. Great number for Georgia, established by. Uh, Jordan Davis, of course, and, you know, Bear Alexander White wore that for the one season in Athens, was a playmaker. And so you were number 99 in Athens. You're going to make plays across the defensive line. Very fast, very violent with his hands, very aggressive. He's just going to keep getting better and better. Coach Great, Trey Scott told him that um, he, th he sees big things for uh, Joseph in the future. That's number three. Number four on our big – like kind of four horsemen here. Number four on our big five this week is we're talking about Chris Cole. And somehow, guys, Georgia has the nation's number one linebacker in the class. We mentioned jo Justin Williams. And they have the number three um, the number three overall prospect. Now, look at this. So the fire team came out, and there were torches, and they were kind of like you see with Georgia in the SEC championship game. There was, like, torches, uh, fire, puffs of fire coming out when their players came out. But, like, look at – Look at uh, Chris Cole. The team ice had smoke or nitrous that kind of blared on him right there. And that was Chris as he was running through the smoke. Uh, Chris was very happy to be here this weekend. Um, Chris was very happy to be here this week. Very happy to be practicing with his Georgia guys, competing, getting to know him. He said the Georgia guys here this week hung out all the time, hung out everywhere. He was the one that had, was on the same team with Terry Bussey. So he was the guy that was in his ear a little bit. He knows when Terry Bussey takes his official to Georgia, um, he's going to be in his ear. He's going to be talking to him. He's going to be telling him about all things Georgia as well. But uh, Chris Cole right there. The fourth, he's the, one of the winning members of the Georgia contingent. There were five guys here for the game. Two of them, DeMello Jones and Christopher C. Jones, could not participate. They decided not to come to the week in the game week. But Georgia had seven uh, guys at the Under Armour game. They have – name to the Under Armour game. I believe they have seven live that are in San Antonio for the All-American Bowl out in Texas. And uh, they have a uh, – they have a uh, – they had four more that couldn't make the game as well. So there were like 11 named to the game. So you think about Georgia's recruiting class, 11 plus 7 is 18. 18 out of the 28 high school signees were All-Americans. A couple more were probably All-Americans, but they declined the invitation. So – um, Chris Cole, they, he, he wants to be Dr. Cole when his time is up. Uh, Chris Cole, uh, I think he made one B. It was in, I believe it was in Spanish 
uh, during his high school career. Looked really good. He was a starter, made a lot of plays, went sideline to sideline really well. Great closing speed. Uh, he just looks like a big physical body. He said, I love it when he told me this. He said he knew by the third day of practice how he was like, man, how could have I thought of anywhere else to be? He's like, how could I have even pictured myself anywhere else but Georgia? I know he fell in love with Georgia. I know he committed to Georgia, but he was soaking it all in. And he was like, man, I can't believe what it would be like if I didn't come here. And then it was when he was walking up and down the sidelines from the Orange Bowl. He loved it. He loved everything. Dog, um, another great football player for Glenn Schumann's room. They're going to be stacked, loaded, scattered, smothered, and covered at that spot. That was Chris Cole. And how let's go number five for our big five. Everybody put your five hands in the air. Um, Mike Uni. Uh, and Mike Uni, the, the offensive tackle, I think it's one of the better. Uh, if you look about how far Georgia's prospects have to go on the offensive line, um, Uni is one of those who has tremendous upside. He he is going. He's from a military family. He's got very strong work ethic. He understands what it's like. And I love this graphic right here. Yeah, he's a all American. He's a four star. I think he's a top. 180, 200 overall prospect in the country, but he is going to be the first Polynesian player in Athens in over a generation. Does everybody remember linebacker uh, Kavika Mitchell, who spent one season at Georgia? It was a redshirt season, and then he actually transferred down to South Florida, I believe, and went on to play in the NFL. Um, Polynesian players, Polynesian players, the Wayfair culture. I know Dylan Raiola ended up in Nebraska, but Georgia now put together the first big leg of the Polynesian pipeline. He wanted to play for. Coach Searles, he wanted to play at Georgia. He liked the vibe of Kirby Smart a little bit better than other places, even when the other places told him he would never play right away. I don't know why schools use that as a recruiting tactic, um, but I don't think that's a positive recruiting tactic. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Mike Cooney came to Georgia. Uh, he is going to have a very special freshman season. He's dedicated it to his grandfather who passed away. On his mother's side, uh, it's going to be, be playing with purpose. Just a huge mountain of a man. You, you see that group picture? Let's look at that group picture. I know Kaylee's got it right on her desktop where she can shoot from the hip like she's Doc Holliday in Tombstone or whatever. But look how big he is right there. Now, folks, those are some big men right there. And then you've got Uni kind of looking like, yeah, yeah, I'm the biggest one here. Joseph Jonah Johnny, folks, he's 6'5 plus and about 275. And um, look at Uni behind him. He uh, definitely uh, casts a big shadow, guys. Uni was a guy that, you know, loves Georgia. He comes from Texas, another Texas uh, part of that right now. He's going to be an early enrollee. Um, somebody had a comment a minute ago that um, Chris, the Chris Cole looked big and fast. He definitely looked big and fast, played well today. Um, all those guys, five, Georgia had five dogs at the Under Armour All-American game, the Under Armour All-American next, and uh, – you know, Uni was a guy warmed up, very attentive. He, you know, they basically a lot of these guys were in one series, out one series. They rotated reps. So uh, Mike got a lot of reps for the winning team here on Team Ice. Um, he was a guy that also, you know, came in through the smoke or the nitrous oxide as well. And, guys, that's a pretty quick, pretty quick, quicker than you can eat one of your favorite Pop-Tarts reference uh, to, uh, to uh, all things Georgia at the Under Armour All-American Bowl. One of these short stories that one of these events, I'm doing live coverage, I'm covering an event, taking pictures, getting videos, but I'm like, you know what? Let me ask Kaylee. See, you know, Kaylee's one of those guys that's one of those 
folks you work with that you're just like, how can we make it work? How can we make it do? Can we make this happen? Sure, let's figure it out. So we figured out a way to go live here from the bowels of Camping World Stadium uh, here for Before the Hedges, brought to you by Kroger. Um, guys, that's your big five. Let's move on real quickly. You may got a question. I'll be happy to take some questions right now. This is easy to do it with our Restream interface. Um, uh, Cantrell Brown, uh, K.J. Bolden is actually at the All-American Bowl right now in uh, Texas. So I'll see him on Saturday. He's, he's playing. He's playing in that game. Um, let me see. Uh, questions. Let me see if I can keep up with everybody. Lots of comments here about um, Ellis, uh, Champ Bailey, level dog. I mean, folks, you don't realize how, how dominant Champ Bailey was. Like, I've, some of the stories I've collected over the years of Champ Bailey is Champ Bailey was so good that he would get bored and he'd be falling asleep on the other side because no one would test him, no one would throw at him. And he would ask his teammates to remind him, hey, man, hit me or something. Make sure I stay awake on the sidelines, man. I'm not getting any run on the other side because nobody wants to test me. That's how dominant Champ was. And I think Ellis Robinson can be that type of player uh, in Athens. Um, what everybody think about the Julian Humphrey news? Uh, in and out, in and out. I know a lot of old school dogs, a lot of dogs kind of don't like the theatrics of that. But if the, the bottom line is, is they're glad they have another all-SCC cornerback for that tough schedule. Um, as well, coming up for next year. Um, I see more questions. I will definitely get to them. One of the things we got to talk about, we got to talk about our big five. We got to talk, we've went through our big five. We've got to talk about what's next. Um, we started this last week. I don't know if you caught us on the, our holiday edition on December the uh, 27th. Uh, Robert Lewis Bailey, who has a better chance to start? Uh, Robert, by far, that is Ellis Robinson. Um, by far. Um, and I think somebody, some of you guys don't even know the news. Humphrey has made his way back to Georgia. He is not in the portal. Um, uh, Blake Michaels Newman, I believe that game is going to be on Peacock. Not sure if it's going to be on uh, NBC. Uh, good comment there. I see someone saying that um, JJA, Joseph Jonah Johnny is going to be a, a game wrecker. He certainly is. Uh, one of those things, guys, we start talking about now, um, we got to move things over to the to the 2025 class. We've got some uh, top targets here for the 2025 class. We've also got a commitment board for the 2025 class as we wrap things up here from the Under Armour All-America, Under Armour Next All-America game. Look at the 2025 class breakdown brought to you by Kroger. Um, Three-star line running back Bo Walker. You've got five-star tight end Elias Williams. Four-star tight end, Ethan Barbour. It's crazy. Ethan is already flying out to California this weekend for the uh, California Power. It's already seven-on-seven seven, uh, time uh, for January. It must be seven-on-seven seven season as well. But uh, really cool to see uh, Ethan, Ethan Barbour already getting out and competing. It's been, it's been about time. His season has been over since November, so he's ready to get back at it. Uh, Blake Michaels Newman, Bo Walker, plays high school at Cedar Grove High School in Ellenwood, Georgia. There's your class breakdown on the offensive side. There are three guys. The class breakdown on the defensive side, you got five-star defensive lineman Justice Terry out of Manchester, Georgia, four-star linebacker Jaden Perlotti. Still feel like with Jaden, still sounds like with Jaden that he is going to continue to extend the Buford streak and not the Buford curse. Um, you've got Tay Harris, uh, interesting stuff about Tay Harris. Um, 
He was at the Georgia Elite Classic this past weekend. And although he's from Cedartown, he wears number 27, and that is Georgia Bulldog Country. Um, he's going to take some visits. Tennessee's talking to him. LSU's talking to him. Auburn's talking to him. So uh, Tay Harris is going to go through the recruiting process. He did commit very early, but a lot of the comments he made at the Elite Classic, the Georgia Elite Classic, were that Georgia's still home. He still feels very comfortable here. And he said the new cornerbacks, the new safeties coaches already um, made some contact with him as well. That's your class breakdown for 2025. Here from the Under Armour All-American next game at Camp and World Stadium. Here's your recruiting snapshot for 2025. Georgia has six commitments. They're the number five class ranked nationally. They have three offensive commitments, three defense commitments. Right now, all those guys are in-state commitments in the class of 2025. Um, the state with the most commitments is Georgia. Georgia has six commits in the SEC footprint. Um, and you can look right there. There's the rankings breakdown about how those players are coming together. You guys are just joining us. I uh, just want to wrap things up here from – the uh, Under Armour All-American next game. Georgia had five signees that played in the Under Armour game. You saw it on ESPN. It came on at 4 o'clock. It ended probably about 7.45 or so. There was a lot of post-game and everything else like that. We had ourselves another great time. Uh, let's look back at that group photo of all the guys there. You want to talk about some happy dogs. They were happy to be there. Chris Cole, Justin Williams, his family calls him Justo, Mike Uni. Is that big 55 in the middle? Joseph Jonia Janye, uh, and then Ellis Robinson, the guy that's iced out there. If you guys are just joining us, he had a shout out to David Cooper tonight, Coach Cook, Coach Cook, the player development, player relations director, director of recruiting in Athens. He's like somebody, he said Coop was on his case about his ice and his jewelry. So he had to amplify that stuff up as well. Um, guys, happy new year. If I hadn't said that before. Um, wanted to come together, wanted to come on and have a really quick show, kind of recap everything going on from the Under Armour All-American game. Before we get out the door, we've got top early targets for 2025. You look at this, Ryan Montgomery, the quarterback out of Ohio, Josh Petty, a five-star out of Fellowship Christian in Roswell, Cortez Smith, Jalen Wiggins, a great defensive lineman out of Tallahassee, Juan Gaston Jr., Travis Smith, Naeem Offord, Zayden Walker, Elijah Griffin, and David Sanders. I'd look for David Sanders to make a visit to Georgia during junior day as well. Guys, that has been Before the Hedges. I'm Jeff Sintel joining you here from Camping World Stadium after the Under Armour All-American game. Team Ice won 39-9 over Team Fire. There were three Georgia signees on Team Fire. There were two Georgia signees on Team Ice. We had a final. Uh, guys, enjoyed it. Try to put together a quick show for you guys. I want to thank everybody for joining us. I want to thank everybody for hanging out. Guys, can't wait to see you guys next week. I'll be reporting live from San Antonio on Saturday as well from the Army All-American, excuse me, the All-American Bowl out in San Antonio, Texas from the Alamo Dome. Guys, it's been a night. I'm Jeff Sintel. That's your, in, that's your intel, and we'll see you guys again later on the pages of dognation.com. You guys have a great week. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you again next week.